It's showtime. Welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel, and each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing this hollow weekend? Oh, I'm good. I thought when you said my name is Jake Scheidel, I thought you were going to say, and I'm here to say. My name is Jake Scheidel, and I'm here to say, in high school, my best friends called me Jerk Shittle. <laughs> Isn't that a funny nickname? Isn't it was Jerk Siddle, I think. I don't think nope. it was Jerk... Uh, <laughs> Believe me, I heard it enough to know, to remember. No, I don't know. I think you probably heard it wrong. Uh, oh, sure. That makes sense. Any, anyway, uh, yeah, I I was just going to say that you love Spooky Weekends in a major way. I do love Spooky Weekends in a major way. Ended up not going with the Flash and Mrs. Flash costumes um, because it required too much effort. So we instead went as vampires. And a friend of ours took a very cute picture, and it's hanging up in our living room now. So you're welcome. Oh, that's nice. Uh, how was your Halloween tend? Weekend? It was great. Yeah, we we tend. Um, it was, Collecting it was a lot of good. Weed, as you do every Halloween. Uh, the... Uh, I basically confirmed this weekend what I already knew, which is that everyone loves Garfield because uh, I went. Uh, it turns out it's actually hard to find like a decent quality. There's a bunch of like cheap knockoff Garfield plushes that uh, have like flooded all of the online retailers. There's not really many good ones. Yeah. And I managed to find like a pretty good official one uh, that I could do a pickup order at Best Buy for. So I bought that and it's Garfield and he's like, you know, it looks like he's eaten a lot and he's got like a half eaten piece of pizza that he just has on his chest. And it's like, you know, it's like a mess or whatever. So Garfield just, you know, sloppy, yeah. uh, you know, typical the way you know how he is. Um, but anyway, when I went to pick it up, uh, when I had him scan the little barcode that they gave me in the email, the lady that was helping me was like, oh, yeah, Garfield. I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she yep. seemed very happy to bring him out and i was like there he is there's garfield the and, real guy and, and garfield garfield i, I kind of wanted to buckle him into my passenger seat but uh garfield uh, was big R. hit at the party as well <laughs> oh okay thank you uh, yeah, uh but yeah he's a big hit at the party everybody really liked pizza garfield and uh he is now currently sitting on my uh my little record stack so that's extremely cute um, yeah, he, he's good. Garfield's my friend. Uh, also, I, I'm glad that I was able to find a decent Garfield because the costume doesn't really work the same if you don't have Garfield. You just look like a business casually dressed person. That's uh, that was going to be my next question: was how how are you going to how are you going to ensure that people know you're John Arbuckle? Because I don't know, other than his like curly hair, I don't know blue shirt. He's always blue got a blue shirt. shirt on. Yep, just like our friend Jeff Probst. Which brings me to my question for you this week, Thomas. Did you watch Survivor 45 last night? Jake, I did. And he's kind of, I think we can all agree that Jeff is kind of the John Arbuckle of, uh, of Survivor. But who's Garfield? Who's the Garfield of Survivor? That's such a good question. Grumpy. Hates Mondays, hates lasagna, except actually loves lasagna. I misspoke. Uh, and who was the one that, um, remember, I don't remember what season it was, in the late 30s, I think, but they got, like, a spaghetti reward, but they had to get rid of the plate for whatever reason. <laughs> Do you remember this? Oh, vaguely. 
Um, that person. Who, bigger fans will remember. Spaghetti reward. It was Spaghetti from the Tim and Eric Awesome Show. That's the one. Uh, that's... Also, I think that whatever like annoying person on the season that Jeff loves and tries to talk to all the time, that's Odie. It's either Odie or Normal. Uh, the annoying person Jeff tries to talk to all the time? Yeah. You said? Uh, the designated was... annoying person. Oh, God. Take your pick. I mean, Sifu this season. In a world of normals, be a Garfield. That's my favorite dumb old person meme, by the way, is the ones that are like, in a world of Justin Bieber, be mm, uh, mm. Chuck Norris or whatever. Yeah. Uh, here's something I want to be. Uh, it's telling you this week's episode title. It was called, I don't want to be the worm. That transition worked better in my head. Uh, I don't want to be the worm. How's that for an episode title, huh? Uh, pretty good. I like it. Sometimes you eat the worm. Sometimes the worm eats you. Would you still podcast with me if I were a worm? Absolutely not. Disgusting. I'm so sorry. I asked. Um, and you know what? I would if I was a worm, I wouldn't expect you to podcast with me. This is a re- this is a reciprocal thing for me. Yeah, what, you don't see any worms podcasting these days. And, and f- in fact, I would be disgusted if you tried. Yeah. Uh, so over on Bello, they talk about their food uh, preferences. I guess Kendra psychs herself up to eat a worm, but she's a Libra, uh, so you know she can't make a decision. Don't talk to me till I've had my worm. It'd be so fun if anytime anyone was doing that where they, they keep, it's like, first of all, I know, but anytime that they keep referencing their sign, just doing the uh, Drake in that music video uh, thing where uh, the guy he's talking to is like, oh, now I get it when he's doing like the Geek Squad type thing. Gotta tell you, Thomas. Just being like, oh yeah, I didn't understand why you were this way, but uh, you said what sign you were for the fifty thousandth time, so now I get it. I'm not familiar with that Drake video, to be honest. Uh, I try to avoid that man. Yes. No, this is it's a rea- it's a very common reaction gif. Mm, okay. Um, I'm I'm sure if I saw it, I would be like, oh yeah, of course. Uh, Drew really likes Kendra. We all really like Kendra. You're not special, Drew. Kendra deems do, them. Do we do we all really like Kendra? I don't know that I agree with that. The way you say it makes me feel like you don't really like Kendra, but she's everything. Not really. You love no, I th- my opinion on this has not changed. You love Kendra. She's fun and quirky, and she loves zodiac signs, and she's a Libra, so she can't make a decision. But she does come to the decision to call them the Alien Alliance. How about that one? I like that she called them the Alien Alliance because one person said that they believe in aliens, and she's like, all right, all of us are in this now. I support it. Uh, Over on Lulu, Jake passes out again. I'm doing fine, thanks for asking. And then we get our first sob story of the season, about how Jake used to be a binge eater and lost a lot of weight before coming out to the show. Um, Did you love this scene? Uh, how did you feel about it? I'm turning the question on you. don't like that. Well, I personally was very confused because I never was a fat man. 
but this guy's name is also my name, so I was confused because how can he be telling my story? Because this is not my story. Anyway, how did you feel about it? Uh, okay, so you, were, you. The, the name was really throwing you off. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it. here's how I feel about basically all of these. I think that they're... I think that at a certain point it detracts from the stories that people have to tell for these and like, which are like genuinely interesting and it is nice to know, you know, adversity people have overcome in their lives and stuff like that. I think it detracts when it is a canned thing that you do every single season. Like it doesn't feel genuine when you have like a whole slideshow that you're showing of like, he used to be overweight or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, it just feels like you're mining it for, cynical purposes which i guess is kind of the truth with television but it's not coming up <laughs> organically it's you prompting them to just be like what's the worst thing that happened to you what's the worst thing in your life that happened to you um i just remembered jeff said on his wonderful podcast on fire he said that this was his favorite quote-unquote origin story of any contestant ever which is that he got in shape yeah like good for him but like <laughs> I don't know. I, also, I don't like him calling it an origin story. Yeah, this kind of shit bugs me. <laughs> like, these are people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Jeff is he, Jeff is just seeing everybody as a potential player. We're all players it really, on the, the stage I, I make of Survivor. This comparison, I make this comparison a lot with it, but it, and they, ESPN has toned this down a little bit, but there was a few years during the NBA draft where anytime that anyone got drafted, if they had any kind of like personal tragedy, they would bring it up to them the second they got drafted and came in for an interview. It would yeah. be like, yeah, uh, so your sister died. What would she say yeah. about this? It's like, it's fucked up to do that. Like, don't do that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, coin and I don't like it and we'll say well this is our take every time and it's going to continue to be our take it's bad uh, if you get them on camera talking to other people about it that's great but like when it's just something that you do you prompt them like production is clearly orchestrating and prompting them to do it's like yeah I, I don't like it I think it's creepy well I don't think I don't think production was prompting I don't think production was prompting Jake to pass out. No, not to pass out, but the going into the whole, like, uh, you know, the, I, I, it's reductive to call them this, but it's the sob story segments that they do, you yeah. know, like it's like, that is all clearly them being like, all right, now this is a good time to talk about this now. Right? Like this is in your audition video. Well, let's really get to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Caleb, Excuse me, Katura goes idol hunting, but the whole tribe catches her. This was funny. Love Katura, but this was a swing and a miss. Caleb makes an alliance with her, as well as one with Jake, as well as one with Bruce, but not Kelly just yet. Uh, Caleb doing good work, huh? Yeah, Caleb is uh, a very, very savvy social player. I really like the way that he's handling Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I liked what he said. Uh, about keeping him close so that he can more easily cut him when the time comes. Yeah, like him, he basically said, like, he's going to do, like, handle all of these insane uh, requests from Bruce so that Bruce thinks he'll do whatever he wants and he won't see it coming when he finally, like, slits his throat. Like, mm -hmm. yes, perfect. I can't wait for you to get to our uh, merge pick 
in a few minutes and for you to be all in on Caleb and then him be the merge boot. <laughs> I really don't want that. He's so good. He's really, he is really good. Uh, I just like, it feels like too much, you know, like he's too good at the social game. So I just, I don't know. Like somebody's got to catch on to this at some point, right? I mean, they already have started catching on to it. A little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's the kind of thing where, like, you know somebody's playing, but he also is just, like... I think there's something to be said for doing that, but also just being, like, a nice, likable person. Like, people like having him around and talking to him. So even if you know that you're being played a little bit, it's better than being around uh, in a tribe with Bruce, who (laughs) is fucking annoying and constantly, like... uh, you know, super bossy and demanding that you do stuff all the time too. It's like, yeah, you know, like even if you can recognize that Bruce is probably less of a threat, it's like, I can't handle being around this guy anymore. I do think that Bruce is getting to the end at this point. He's made it to the merge and he's annoying enough people that nobody's going to vote for him at final three. Oh, I mean, honestly, it would be smart to take him to the end. Cause I think he would have maybe the worst argument. Like I think he, Maybe like sub Angelina level meltdown uh, wow. in the final three. I that is I can't wait to see that. Uh, uh, where were we? Okay, so Caleb tells Kelly that Sabaya went home with the idol, and then so they form an alliance. So he has an alliance with everybody in that tribe now. Great stuff from Caleb. Over on Reba, they talk shit about Sean. This was really satisfying to watch as a viewer. <laughs> Like, how, how dare you quit? Uh, so they all talk shit. That's fun. Dee talks about being an immigrant and how she won't ever quit. Love Dee. How's, how do you feel about Dee? I feel like... Uh, uh, I, like uh, I like her. I think she seems like she's playing pretty well. How do you feel about her big toe? I don't have an opinion about her big toe. There, I, I thought about her big toe this morning while uh, walking the dog because there is a little root of a tree that comes out of the dirt um, that I pass. Uh, and it it kind of looks like a big toe with, like, the toenail and everything, but it's uh, the root of a tree. Anyway, um, so I thought about the big toe. D. Okay, well, that was a good story. And I'm yeah, glad I'm I not engaging it. with the big toe <laughs> stuff. You can you can try. It's not going to work. Sifu has, Sifu has made a fake idol. I don't remember that happening, but my notes say so, so I guess it happened. Yeah, uh, he did. He uh, <laughs> talked about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, I do remember this, though. He then goes to sit down next to Jay and gives a very weirdly intimidating monologue about pushing hands in Tai Chi. This is your guy, right? <laughs> Look, we all know that the picks are like, you don't have a lot to go off of. I... I was like, I don't know, this guy might be like a character. And then by episode one, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Imagine being Jay in that situation. Like, how are you supposed to respond to that? Yeah, there's not much to say, really. Like, he's like so off I thought base. we were going to get I, th- I was thinking like with him knowing that he's threatened or whatever and him having to play a little more seriously, we might get like another side of him in like a good way. And it seems mm. like it's not in a good way. <laughs> It seems like it's not in a good way. 
over on Bello, Drew, and Brando bond over Pokemon. Why did I say it like that? Were we just talking about Pokemon? Uh, we weren't, so I, do, I don't know mm. either. But you know what? I Bonding over Pokemon, like, wh- who? why not, you know? It's a tale as old as time. Common uh, thing. Somebody says nerds Millennial never go far stuff. in this If you, like, jingle keys in front of us and talk about Pokemon or uh, Harry Potter, like, Harry Dan Potter, you ever yeah. heard of it? Millennials fucking love it, we even love though we're it. all in our fucking 30s now. Good. Get HBO Max so you can, excuse me, get Max so you can watch the new Harry Potter streaming series on Max. I just feel like there's stuff the movies didn't cover, uh, you know, and I just need to see it. And I I don't want to read. So this is. Why don't they do Detective Pikachu too? Detective Pikachu. What was Pikachu's evolution? Uh, Detective Raichu is what it would be. Detective Raichu. Yeah. Well, that's the movie we need. Ryan Reynolds. Get it together. Raichu Reynolds. There we go. Detective Raichu Reynolds. That's his name. So what did you think of this quote? That's really good. Uh, it makes a lot of sense and is logical. Nerds never go far in this game, and I want to change that. Is that true? I don't know how Absolutely true that is. Absolutely not. Nerds win like every other season. Yeah, this seems wrong. Marianne is a huge nerd, and she just won. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I thought of a good simulated season idea this week, too. Uh, speaking of Marianne, we should do one that's it's lovers versus haters, and it's people who love the show Survivor versus people who hate the show Survivor. Oh, I like that. That's a fun theme. Uh, what was the other one we just talked about? Oh, podcast hosts. <laughs> that would be fun, too. Yeah. Um, Brando wants to create a nerds alliance, but Drew immediately shuts it down. This was funny. Fuck nerds. Jocks are cool. Jocks only. Uh, it's still Reba versus Bello on this tribe with Emily stuck in the middle. What a place for Emily. Yeah, not a bad place to be of just being the person that people go to. You know, if you're like a free agent and you're not threatened, that's that's a good spot. Absolutely. Uh, over on Lulu, Bruce continues to annoy Katura as well as Caleb now. Dude, this was out of control. Like the 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 cut of him being like one the the like push presence thing or whatever, which is like it's not hard to understand. Oh my god, it's yeah. not hard to understand, and he just can't let it go. You can just be like, I don't know, we didn't do that, but whatever. You know, people are doing new stuff all the time. And then when he does the talking head about it, he's like, you know, we don't debate whether like you should jump off a cliff or not, but like. Right. You know, it seems pretty straightforward to me. It's like, what the fuck are, are you, you talking about, you fucking psycho? Yeah, it did not make any sense to me. <laughs> um, I'm looking up because, like, I feel like Bruce acts of he's so much older than everybody else on the show. And granted, he is the oldest guy. Um, okay, so he's about 12 years older than the next oldest people. But still, like, I don't... Stop it, please. That's my take on Bruce. Please stop. He's got to tone it. He's got to tone it way down. It's one of those things where, like, I always knew that the like super cheery like thing always felt like a put on. And whenever he drops the mask, it's like, oh, he seems like kind of a nasty dude. (laughs) Yeah. Over on Reba, Jay is making herself the decoy vote, but D says, "What if she isn't the decoy vote?" Hmm. Back in the day, we had J.D., and now we have J.N.D. No more jobs. 
Steve J. Dobbs. Whatever. Um, who do you who who do you like in this feud? J versus D. Whose side are you taking? No losers in this uh, feud. Um, I don't. I I I am perfectly fine with both of them. So I I come out ahead either. I'm playing both sides. I come out ahead either way. You're just hoping they both have fun out there. Yeah, I just want a good, clean uh, game of Survivor. That's all I want. Absolutely. I want a good, clean immunity challenge. In this one, there's a three-level obstacle course. Collect keys, release long hook, get sandbags, fire sandbags at three targets. Winners get fish and immunity. Pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, You know, anything where you're shooting balls into a hoop or you got a slingshot or a gun or anything, like, you Mm. know. Yeah. like, you know my preferences for challenges at this point. That stuff, I like that stuff. Yeah. Thomas. They is, didn't do a puzzle at the end. That was the, like, mercifully, there was yeah. no fucking puzzle. I agree. Uh, Reba McIntyre wins immunity. Lulu gets second place. And then Jay, Kelly, and Austin are picked to go on a journey. Uh, okay. Too much of this. Stop it. <laughs> You hate the journey. It's actually not about the journey. It's they already the did it. Like, they don't need to do this five no. times. They need to do this one. This is important because of all of the information they can gather. And the merge is coming up. Do you ever think about that? Maybe cross alliances in the tribes, cross tribal alliances. You know what's a good way to have people form more uh, closer relationships? Ugh. Don't have three tribes. Stupid idea. That's a dumb idea and bad. Maybe, maybe they should do four tribes. Of five people again. Yeah. <laughs> and then have more, right? even more journeys because, yeah. you know, because you could talk to people that you don't normally talk to. They should start everybody on opposite corners of the island. And then at the same time, they ring a bell and say, go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they need to do both, but they do. Ooh, they also fire a gun like a, for a track meet. And then they have to meet in the middle. <laughs> First one there gets an advantage or something. This, this sounds is, great. This is my new idea for the new new era. The you got to bring era. this to production. Yeah, I will. You know they listen. Uh, so over on Bello, they scramble in an orderly way. This was stupid, right? Yes. Like yeah, it's more efficient, but also you're gonna, you have to go through the whole day just like. Whatever. I guess it worked out for them, but it just felt like dumb to me. Just have a normal conversation like normal people. No, they can't. It's not gamified enough. It needs to be, you need to be playing the game. Mm. What is this, Triple H? It's time to play the game? No, this is 45. It's time to slay the uh, fame. Survivor 45, it's time to slay the fame. <laughs> Sorry, I'm writing this down right now Because, <laughs> you know, uh, what's his name? Brunkle Bruce was so famous coming into this And it, it, his stock is really A lot of people are saying too famous uh, Yeah, probably too famous in the Survivor community um, For what happened to him uh, In that just production fucked up Production fucks up all the time You don't hear anybody about it Talking about it Bring back Shane, but give him cocaine this time. Yeah. Co-Shane. That's what the show needs. 
Uh, Kendra targets Drew. Brando claims to target Kendra, but he's lying, which Drew is on to. Drew tells Emily Brando's lie, but then Brando claims that it was his idea. Kendra freaks out when she hears her name come up. Okay. This was a lot. For as orderly as this was, this was pretty chaotic. Yeah, I thought this was stupid. This whole this whole thing um, felt kind of dumb to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's. I don't. I just don't care about this tribe at all. No. Uh, like Reba at least has Sifu that we can be annoyed with. Lulu has Caleb, who we obviously adore. Bello, it's just like, eh, and the rest. Uh, okay, let's Yeah, talk- they, they weren't moving me. Yeah. What about this journey, though? I'm sure that moved you. Like, they moved up the mountain. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. They hike up this mountain, and we actually get to see part of the hike. I like that. I feel like usually it's like, yeah, that's okay, good. do this hike, and then they are just at the top, and they're like, all right, what do you guys want to do? This time we actually got yeah, to see Yeah, you got to do, like, a big sweeping shot of them hiking, you know, so you can see the natural beauty of the landscape. Yeah, that's what Survivor's good for. Uh, they choose between sandwiches and amulets. Now, Thomas, this is a Kid Nation thing. As always, we have to ask, what would you pick? Do you want sandwiches or do you want amulets? I'm taking that sandwich. You gotta take the sandwich, Are you kidding me? right? Gotta take the sandwich. If it was me, you, and Austin up there, unanimous. We're eating sandwiches and broing out. Honestly, the way Austin went so hard for that sandwich, I feel like he's he kind of might be like a friend from back home. A little bit. I think like we should give him that honor. Um, Austin wants the sandwiches, obviously, but Jay is pro amulet. Making Kelly the swing vote. Tale as old as time, but Kelly leans to the amulet, so they do a three-way handshake. I don't like the amulet, and that might because it's that might be because it's still new, fairly new. Um, but it's just one more stupid bullshit thing for them to throw in there instead yeah. of just, it's just get, you know eating some food, getting rested up for the challenge. It's. It's overcomplicating things, and I don't like that. Uh, keep it simple, stupid, and stupid in this case is Jeff Probst. Over on Bello, Emily confronts Drew about what Brando said. Oh, my God. Get older people on this show. We need three people in their 20s, three people in their 30s, three people in their 40s, three people in their 50s, three people in their 60s, three people in their 70s. I don't know how many people that is, but it's probably right. And you can still do the three tribes, but nobody can be in their age group together. Jeff, I'll do it. I'll do the casting for you because you're not doing great. That's not even true. This I do genuinely like everybody on this cast for the most part. <laughs> Emily, can Yeah, they've weeded out the, the, the worst uh, cast members. And in many cases, those cast members did it themselves. First is the worst. Survivors made that clear. Austin returns and shares the truth with Drew, and Drew immediately targets the other amulet holders. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, Emily is struggling with who to vote for, and then Austin shows her the advantage, too. So it seems Emily's coming over to the bro's side. How about that? 
I uh, I was conflicted about this. I feel like you should probably make people use advantages if they have them. What do you mean by that? Uh, Drew is going to be forced to burn through multiple advantages uh, if it wasn't a straight vote. Mm. Um, you're saying as players, you should have they should be forced to. They should be forced. Yeah, each I'm other saying like if you're advantage. in a position where you can either like help the people with advantages out so that they don't have to use those advantages, or you can force them to play it. I feel like you should force them to play it. I mean, yeah, that's that's what they're there for. That makes sense to me. Um, where are we? Oh, everybody's favorite segment. It's called Wildlife Shot. Thomas, of course, first first guy we saw this week was your son Roland the Bat. And it is Halloween weekend, so it makes sense that the bat would show up. How's Roland that? Your son? He's good. It's his favorite time of year. He's very happy. We also got some birds. We got some fish. We got the common crow. What do you know about the common crow, Thomas? Uh, they're cool, smart birds. This is a brown to black butterfly with white, sometimes blue spots. What? It's not a crow? It's, it's a, a crow. it's a butterfly? It's a butterfly. I don't know why they call them crows, but they do. Uh, where can they be found? Uh, on the island of Fiji. This is going to be my answer for everything mm. now. It's an automatic point. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, between Southern Asia to Australia and thereabouts. Uh, how big? How big are they? I'll say they're like an inch. Mm-hmm. Right. Try quite a bit harder, and uh, try like three inches. Try slightly harder, but not too much. Harder. Four inches. Split the difference now. Three and a half. Approximately three and a half inches wide. Yes. And how would you describe their flying style? We've talked about these butterflies before, so I'm sure you remember. Uh, they fly like butterflies do. That is so right. Uh, slow and steady is the two adjectives Wikipedia used. Why do you think they're such confident flyers? Uh, do they not have any natural predators? Um, no, they do, but they are, in fact, filled with toxins. Um, mm. Yeah, so what, what, do you do, what do they do if they are attacked? Um... It's wild. I'd release a bunch of poison, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> They'll feign death and release this foam from their body that nauseates their attacker. And then they will fly away once they're safe. And the attacker experiences such trauma and pain that they remember not to attack this specific type of butterfly ever again. Isn't that incredible? That's awesome. Uh, easy question. Where do they rank? Uh, I'm going to say least concern. You know it. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's talk about this trial council. Marlon Brando starts it out with, as a self-proclaimed super fan. Bad start. Bad start. How many super fans are on this season now? Uh, everyone. Everybody? Every single cast member. That needs to stop. Uh, Jeff calls the tribal council fire romantic. Jeff... I feel like we're on a different page here. <laughs> Nobody else. He just loves that. love. Okay. 
I love the tribal council fire. Emily says that she is callous from tribal council. I thought this was a good line from Emily. <laughs> Emily. Emily does have a huge advantage over everybody else in that tribe because she's been to tribal council. You could see it on her face. Like she just looked more dead eyed than the rest of them. Just like, here it is we're doing it again. Whereas the rest of them were still kind of bright eyed and excited to be there. I do feel like this happens every every season that there's one tribe that just loses every time. Whoever makes it out of there ends up being a lot better positioned socially because they've been to tribal a bunch of times. Yeah, it makes sense. I I mean, every week I, I'm convinced more and more that Emily wins because it just feels like that's the story we're being told here. But then again, Grimace did win in 43 and nobody saw that coming, but that was the whole point. Well, also, I mean, the good thing for her is the all the players that she had like a weird meltdown in front of. Uh, the only one that's really left is Caleb, and Caleb likes her, and none of those other people are going to be on the jury. Yeah. So because they all quit the game, um, I liked when Emily, and this is why Emily needs to be cast on Haters versus Lovers. She said, "I hate to be the contrarian, but of course I am." It's like, yes, Emily, good. Could Emily be a friend from back home? Uh, maybe. Okay. 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 Here's a, here's my next, the next line in my notes. And I want to see what you think of it. Austin said long hole. Do you remember in the long hole? Why did he say long hole? It's a good question. Long hole is not, uh, that particular phrase. That's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, I, like we're all, he did say that, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Clearly. He said it the way that, like, guys, there's certain, uh, you know, like, uh, actors from the UK that when they do an American accent, it sounds like that. Like, I know you've watched all the CW shows. Yeah. There's that one dude on Arrow who's like a cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he he's like a British actor, I think, but he's doing an American accent. And so it results in him saying stuff like he's mobbed up to his eyeballs. <laughs> so maybe he was saying it like that. His long holes. Um, do you know what the CW stands for, actually? Uh, cool to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's better than what I was going to say. What were you going to say? I was going to say cop warriors. That's not really funny. Yeah, it it's also means that. Cool to watch. Uh, this podcast is cool to listen to. Okay. Emily compares Survivor to analyzing stocks. How? What are, what are you talking about, Emily? It's like my job. This is a classic Survivor tribal council thing. It's just yeah. like, yeah, this is what my job is. This is what I compare everything to. Austin plays an entire hand of poker when he votes. Um, we, we said it before. We'll say it again. Too many advantages. Get them away. We should have one, maybe two advantages in the whole season. Hidden immunity idol. If you could have one additional immuni- er, uh, advantage beyond a hidden immunity idol, what would it be in the long history of advantages in this um, wonderful new era of Survivor? Probably... I know my answer. Can I can I have the one Sean has where you get to uh, just not participate in tribal council? You mean quitting the game? 
No, the the it's one way to one where the one where you forfeit your vote, but it means that you can't be voted for, and you just leave tribal council. Oh, um, safety without power. Yes. Yes. Did you say Sean had that? I think. Um, what's his name? I think doesn't Drew have that? Or Drew? Sorry, yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Drew gets two votes. Brando gets three votes. Goodbye to Brando. Another one of your guys is gone. I was bummed about this. Yeah. This didn't have to happen. Yeah, I was um, I was nervous about this tribal council, too, because my two remaining people are both on this tribe. So if things went the wrong way, it's looking bad for your boy Jake. That's me, not, not the one from Boston. I would never be from Boston. Thomas, last week you no. had 29 points. I had a measly 16 um, and you might be making fun of me, but my points can't actually drive this week, so chokes on you. I got a point for Kendra surviving the vote. Marlon Brando was voted out, so you got no points for that. Sabaya's so been voted out, no points for that. Sean quit the game, no points for me for that one. See if who survived. He's your last remaining person, so do you want to keep yeah, him yeah, with the merge? I sure can pick him up. When are we getting the merge? <laughs> like, come on. That next episode, I think. Um, Austin is still in the game, so I got a point for that, too. Um, you didn't win any more points, but I got a point for Reba winning reward and another one for them winning immunity. It's now 20 to 30. Hey, you're, you're catching up. Catching up. Three got points. Got it down to 10. Uh, it was 13 points last week, now it's back to 10, which is where we started. Um, okay. So... Since you are still in the lead, I'll, I'll ask you, uh, are you keeping Sifu? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. No. Who are you picking for this merge this week to make it all the way to final tribal council? It's a good question. Um, I got to pick Caleb. I got to. I think that's a fair uh, pick. Here's something I was thinking. What if we get a point for our merge person surviving, but also if they win a challenge? No. Damn it. I know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I got to establish these rules before the season starts. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm wavering between Austin and D. Um, and Sifu, honestly. But then Kendra's really good, too. Kendra's kind of my Sifu, you know? Um, I, you know what? When I said D, that felt right, so I'm going to go with D. Okay. Um, I went to, uh, WikiFeet, you know, and I gave her feet a D. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, good. Good stuff there. Thank uh, you. So uh, thinking about it, so so I got a ten point boost this season, right? That's like right. that's what it was. Yeah. So technically, we're tied. I mean, if not well, for that, we we have broken even. We are we have broken even. Yes, but you of course did. But get also, a trivia question right in the summer. So naturally, you got ten extra points. It's. I don't know why you. I don't know why that. I did that. Got to listen you back thinking? to that episode. I didn't think you would get it right. Well, 
You should have went. You literally, if you had said like one extra point, I would have been like, okay, <laughs> I would not have bargained for more. <laughs> okay, what um, will this reward be? First reward of the merge. I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious, right? It's going to be the feast, probably, although I think they've been doing that less and less of late. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think we also say you can't just pick the feast. you got to pick a specific food that will no, be No, you got to pick feast. something in the feast. I'll tell you what's going to be in the feast. My fucking fingers, my grubby little oh. fingers. Touching all those deviled eggs. Ooh, Thomas, did I tell you I made some deviled eggs, uh, but I, I dyed the yolk red and called them devil eggs. Devil eggs. I love that. I love deviled eggs. Great treat to have. Nice hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. People loved them. Um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, um, I'm going to say that they're going to have, I don't want to say champagne because they always have that for the like breakfast or whatever. Yeah. For their mimosas. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that they're going to have that. Um, what are they going to have for the feast? Will the steak authority be there? Probably not. Um, I'm going to say... There's so much food in the world. Oh, my God. I'll say that they have beer. I'm going to say they have beer there. Yeah, fine. Congratulations. You get a point. Um, I'm going to say... Muffins. I can picture muffins. Who will win the reward challenge? I'm gonna say Sean, or not Sean. I keep I keep calling people that aren't Sean Sean. It's Jake. I'm gonna say Jake. Uh, Sean is a very Boston sounding name. I think that's why I went with it. That guy's name should be Sean. Yeah, you're right. His name should be Sean because there already is a Jake in the Survivor community, and that's me. I'm going to pick Sifu, who's winning immunity. Going on that Sifu diet. You Sifu and you pick him. Mm-hmm. Who's winning the immunity challenge? Um, I'll say Caleb. I'll say Caleb gets out to a strong start. That's fair. I will say... And uh, I, of course, uh, get a point if he wins. No, I think we actually decided against <laughs> nope. that. We're, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we'll do it for you, but not for me. <laughs> Just that was part of the bet when yeah. I answered the trivia question right. Since you're so far ahead at this point, you get to make the It's rules. only fair if I also get more <laughs> points. <laughs> Um, who's getting voted out? No, who's winning immunity? That's where we're at, right? Uh, I said Caleb. I don't know who you said. I'm going to say Austin. Who will be voted out? And there's a fair number of choices. Wouldn't it be fun if Austin and Jake formed an alliance and they could be Boston and Austin? That'd be really good. Or Austin uh, Strong. I- Austin, they could be Austin Strong. That works too. Stone um, Cold Steve Boston. Ah oh man, That's who's going to get voted USK out? Man. I'm going to say Sifu gets voted out. Damn, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I think it's going to be Kelly 
who gets voted out this time around. I'm so bummed Brando didn't make the merge. I know. That's a, bum, that's a real bummer. I know. I really liked him. Um, where are we at? Okay. Uh, voted out. We got still waiting on Subway. Oh, I saw a uh, Subway ad today that said, buy two subs, get one mask for free, like a COVID mask. What? Why, why wouldn't you give two those, masks Those aren't expensive. <laughs> also, you should just give those away for free anyway. Yeah, you should just be giving them anyway. Um, uh, I'm still waiting on KFC. I thought obviously. you were going to say that you just saw a Subway. You're like, I saw one recently. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them. They're all over the place. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing this Drake GIF that you just sent me. And I'm having the reaction yeah, he, that the guy's having on screen as I'm watching it. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I've of seen course, this before. This all right, Thomas, will you, now that we've predicted all of our predictions, can you tell us what this week's BuzzFeed quiz is? What's, the, what's it called? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your uh, Dress yourself from head to toe for Halloween, and I'll guess your Zodiac sign. It's called Quobes Quiz. Okay, unleash your inner Halloween fashion guru and conjure up your dream costume. Oh, this is just for dreams. Jake, did you have a hard time picking because you're a Libra? You know I can't stand, I can't stand making choices because I'm a Libra. Let's see if, you, if we can guess your astrological sign based on your enchanting choices. This is from Forecast Melon. Only 780 points for this community contributor. Okay. First, choose your costume theme. Forest creature, mythical being, ocean dweller, magic weaver. This is dumb as fuck. John Arbuckle doesn't fit any of these. You don't think John Arbuckle is mythical? John Arbuckle is an ocean dweller. John Arbuckle is literally from the myth of Garfield. But you do you, I guess. And would you say John Arbuckle is your dream costume? Yeah. Okay. I was living the dream yesterday. <laughs> I'm picking Magic Weaver, because uh, I think magic is cool, actually. Next, choose your eye makeup. What have we got, Thomas? Uh, well, we've got bold, shimmery, pastel, or natural. I'm going au naturel. Um, if I'm a magic weaver, I'm probably going all natural as well. And it's all natural, not all natural, right? Okay, what color is your wig? Light pink, aquamarine, gold, light green. And those are the only options. Those are the only colors. Uh, gold. I'm going with aquamarine. How can you not? How do you style your hair, Thomas? Beach waves, natural curls, bright highlights, elegant updo, natural curls. John's natural curls. <laughs> Who's that? John Arbuckle. Oh, yeah, right. I'm picking beach waves. Who's obviously. that? Like, you don't know who John Arbuckle is. This guy's too cool for Garfield. Uh, too cool for ghoul. Happy Halloween. What will your favorite, or excuse me, what will your costume radiate to captivate everyone's attention? Great. An enchanting allure that sparks curiosity and wonder. A serene and calming presence that draws people in. A lighthearted and carefree vibe that invites laughter. Or a fierce and intense energy that commands respect. Probably a lighthearted and carefree vibe that invites laughter. Um, I want to be a chill wizard. I'm going to be a serene and calming person that draws people in. Imagine going into Halloween and be like, I want to be fierce and intense. I want people to respect me. Choose your accessory. Fire breathing. 
prop? What's that mean? Delicate floral crown, an airy flowing cape, seashell jewelry. I'll tell you, I wore a cape as a vampire last night. Um, not comfortable. And maybe because it was, I got the cheapest one at Party City, but I didn't care for it. I don't recommend capes. Just like Edna Mode said. I'm going to do a flower crown. What are you doing? Uh, fire breathing prop. <laughs> as we all know, John Arbuckle breathes fire. Yeah. Garfield, more like Garfire. Whatever, who cares? And finally, choose your significant, nope, your signature spooky scent, cinnamon and vanilla, lavender, chamomile, patchouli, or coconut and mango. <sighs> is this None of these are spooky. <laughs> cinnamon vanilla is kind of spooky. Patchouli, I guess, if you're afraid of, like, hippies. Yeah, and I am. Uh, I guess I'm uh, Coconut and mango for this guy. I'm going cinnamon and vanilla. Okay, it says I'm an earth sign, grounded, nurturing, and deeply connected to nature's magic. Um, that's wrong. What'd you say? Uh, earth sign, uh, which I believe is incorrect, as always. These quizzes kind of suck at guessing our... <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> um, Clearly we're wrong. We must... Our birthdays... Our, our mothers lied to us. Our birthdays yeah. must be... Leo is a di- fire different. sign. Did we, did we get that on record? No. <laughs> We've been talking shit this I whole mean, time and we didn't even know. Yeah. I, I know it's a fire sign, but yeah. It's an earth sign for me. I That's did, wrong. No. Um, I'm water, you're fire, and BuzzFeed keeps telling us that we're the same. Interesting. Uh, okay. It's actually very, very, uh, it's a very bigoted view that it has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you think about it, it's actually quite deep. Okay, we're on Blue Sky now, and it's a website that you can go to, and it's like Twitter, but different. Is that a good way of explaining it? Yeah, it's like it, but it's different. Yeah. Um, More laid back. More laid back, and uh, every post is apparently mid-conversation. Yeah, the replies, they got to fix that. <laughs> the, the reply the system doesn't make any sense. It's, it's really fun, but it takes some navigating to get used to. Uh, the show on Blue Sky is onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social. Um, or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Got to capitalize the fun. I don't know if you do, but that's how it's spelled out. What can people comment on our YouTube channel, Pomless? Pommel Horse? Pommel Horse Thomas? Pommel Horse Thomas? Pommel? Well, uh, I'm so glad you asked. I think my brain broke. Yeah, you were having a bad time there. I just wanted to see how long it would go. Uh, I'm so glad you asked. They're more than welcome to say, ha, 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 very funny smiley face. Hey, um, you can listen to our shows on patreon.com slash just podcasts. There's a few Patreon shows there. Do you want to shout out any of them this week? Solemn recommendation for just Joey. Yeah. Uh, we are one soldier down. RIP Matthew Perry of Chess Chandler fame. Uh, what Clark better way to fame. celebrate that man's life than to give us $10,000 a month yeah. to uh, watch an unrelated show that I don't think he ever appeared on. I hope he did. Um, that's, you know, that's the way well, there's only one way we'll be able to find out. And, so yeah, we haven't yet because nobody will but subscribe to we, we already, uh, you know, podcast. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Ron Clark. Yep. Uh, hope you're rapping in heaven now. Um, 
Well, with that, uh, oh, did we say what well, you can review us on Apple Podcasts? You know, I'm starting to think people don't uh, listen to the end part because nobody's reviewed us on Apple Podcasts <laughs> in a long time. It's weird that they do that. Um, yeah, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. All right. And Thomas, here's my final question for you. Thomas Powell, when you're done doing gymnastics, do you grab your pommel horse towel? Yes. Have a great summer. Deuces. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> they came back to the world that they fought for. Didn't turn out just like they thought. 45. Here is your song to sing To do the measuring What do you lose? What do you gain? What do you win? Nine years later, a child is born There's a record, so you put it on 45 Speaking of my uh, delving into movies I've missed over the years, so I found a streaming service that had a Cape Fear on it, so um, that's queued up. And The Aviator. The, the Aviator. The Aviator. My favorite movie by Martin Scorsese, The Aviator. <laughs> it's when the Navi is um, in... Whatever. The Naviator. The Naviator, yeah. Um, who is it? Howard Hughes. Yes. Right? Howard Hughes. Yep. It, it's uh, when the Navi being stars. <laughs> That's an important cultural ritual of theirs. It's the only thing I know about. I know two things about Howard Hughes. One, I guess I know three things about Howard Hughes. One, his name is Howard Hughes. Two, there's a movie about him called The Aviator that Martin Scorsese wrote. And three, um, he beat in charge. <laughs> Yes, that's all you need to know. That's basically the whole movie. I guess he had a lot of money, right? I guess everybody did back then. Yeah, he was pretty. He's pretty rich. <laughs> it was the Gilded Age, right? Not. No, it wasn't. Ooh. I just googled the Gilded Age, but I was in all caps, so I sounded really excited. Oh, it was a TV series. Yeah, no, it wasn't even a real historical period. They made it up for TV. Is that true? No. The Gilded Age is like the late 19th century. Uh, The Gilded Age, the term for the period of economic boom, which began after the American Civil War and ended at the turn of the century, was applied to the era by 1920s historians. Yeah, interesting. It's exactly what I just said to you. Okay, yeah, congratulations. Somebody take a push in high school. I did did take a push. (laughs) Okay. Um, no, I'm just on the Google page or the Wikipedia page, excuse me. Wikipedia good, Google bad uh, for the Gilded Age. And there's a lot of cool pictures. Here's a th- uh, uh, political cartoon of three trains next to each other, and there's a man standing on two of the trains. Like, Here's the, the trolley problem. <laughs> He's trolley probably probably the Gilded Age. Smarten up, pros.